Welcome to the 23 Minutes in Hell podcast. Author and speaker Bill Weiss and his wife Annette address the many questions we all have about hell and eternity. Bill and Annette believe the subject of hell shouldn't grip us with fear, but instead, it should inspire us to use our time on earth wisely. Thank you for joining my wife and I. Today we are discussing the topic, Are There Seven Years of Tribulation? And Bill, I know many of our listeners already know that you speak a lot about the topic of hell because of your experience, 23 minutes in hell. That's but right. this seven years on the earth, which seems to be fast approaching of the tribulation, will be like hell on earth. Oh, for sure. Terrible, terrible time coming. And some believe that the tribulation period is only three and a half years, while others believe it is a seven-year period. And we believe that the scripture is clear it is a seven-year period. We also believe it is the 70th week of Daniel, which is referenced in Daniel 9, 24 through 27. The weeks are weeks of years, as we will establish from the scripture. And the 70th week is the seven years of tribulation. That's and, right. and Bill, I know today is, um, it's a little bit more of a study. So I just want to encourage anyone listening. If you do have your Bible, follow along or take notes. Right. right? We're going to give quite a few scriptures to establish this fact. You know, first of all, I want to just give four commentaries, uh, opinions. Wayne Grudem in Systematic Theology, he said, there will be great tribulation on the earth for a period of seven years. So he is calling the whole seven years, the great tribulation. Then the MacArthur Bible Commentary, he said, These seven years constitute the 70th week of Daniel. The abomination of desolation takes place at the midpoint of the tribulation. So he is saying the tribulation is seven years. Then the Believer's Bible Commentary says, Each week represents seven years. The great tribulation, the middle of the tribulation. So they are stating that the seven years are the tribulation, but the last half is called the Great Tribulation. And one more, the Holman's Bible Dictionary says, a period of seven years whose latter half is the Great Tribulation. So the seven years are the 70th week of Daniel's prophecy in Daniel 9, 24 through 27, and is known as the seven-year tribulation period. That's right. You know, the man who is called the Antichrist is revealed at the beginning of this seven-year period and makes a covenant for those seven years with Israel. And GotQuestions.org says, According to Daniel 9.27, the tribulation begins with the signing of a peace treaty between the Antichrist and Israel. It also begins uh, with the start of the opening of the seals mentioned in Revelation 5, verses 5 through 9. Then, in the middle of the seven years, the Antichrist breaks the covenant. The scripture says that after he breaks the covenant, there remains 1,260 days. This time period is repeated in nine verses uh, in Revelation as either 1,260 days or three and a half years or times, time, and half a time or 42 months. This defines the length of the time of the second half of the tribulation. So we know it is seven years since the nine verses tell us the length of the half. And remember, one week represents seven years. So, and when Jesus begins to open the seals, that is the first of the four horsemen 
is the white horse, which I know some mistakenly say, Bill, is Jesus, but that's really the Antichrist. Right. They just say that because it's a white horse. Yeah, but, but no. he's a pseudo-Christ or the Antichrist. Right, because destruction follows him. Exactly. Okay, so in Daniel 9.27, it says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week... He shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. So again, for one week, which is seven years, this is the middle of the tribulation. Right. And Revelation 13, 5 states, and power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. This is referencing the Antichrist. And lastly, Daniel 12, 6 and 7 says, how long shall it be to the end of these wonders? It shall be for a time, times and a half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. So again, a time is a year, times is two years, and half a time is half a year, making a total of three and a half years. And this is clear that the middle of the tribulation, the end shall be in three and a half years. Right. From the middle of the tribulation, it shall be three and a half years. You know, Daniel twelve eleven says... And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination that makes desolate set up, there shall be 1,290 days. So not 1,260, but 1,290. Well, what's the reason for the additional 30 days? Believer's Bible commentary states, perhaps the abomination of desolation will be set up in the temple of Jerusalem 30 days before the great tribulation begins. Now, that's, many commentaries think that but it's not real clear, but that's most likely what it is. And then uh, you go on Revelation 11, 3 says, And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days, or a thousand two hundred and sixty days. So that's the two witnesses that God has to declare the gospel during three and a half year period. Whether it's the first three and a half or the second three and a half, it's not clear. Commentaries uh, say either. Yeah, and some are saying it's, the beginning, the first three and a half, and some the latter. Right. Some to say it's to guard the, you know, the building of the temple. It's amazing. Those two witnesses are going to have so much power from God, though. They are. You don't want to mess with them. No. Then uh, Revelation twelve fourteen says, And to the woman, oh, and then the woman is Israel. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time, times, and half a time from the face of the serpent. Now, this occurs in the middle of the tribulation after the Antichrist enters the Jewish temple and declares he is God. He demands that all bow down and worship him. Then the Jewish people realize he is not their Messiah. So many of them flee to the city of Petra, a rock-fortified city, where they are kept safe from the Antichrist and his enemies for those three and a half years. So it's going to be the Antichrist is going to come on the scene and like bringing peace to the Middle East, right? Right. And and doing this covenant with uh, Israel for seven years. Right. And he allows them to build their temple. So they have worship in their temple for that three and a half years. And they think, oh, he's wonderful. He's the Messiah. And in the middle of the tribulation, he, he shows, who he shows he really up, is. he walks into the temple and says, I'm God, bow down and worship me. And they realized this is not the Messiah. You know, it's the Antichrist. Yes. And he goes after them and, and wants to destroy and kill them. So many of them flee to this city 
that where they're protected for that three and a half years. So God's looking out for them all the time. Yes, he certainly is. And I know, Bill, that three and a half years is reiterated also in Daniel 7.25 and Revelation 11.2. But um, in Daniel 12.12, it states, Blessed is he that waits and cometh to the 1,335 days. And this number encompasses the additional 30 days that you mentioned earlier. Right. Plus 45 days, which many see it as the time Jesus separates and judges the sheep and the goat nations. Exactly. And there's many commentaries that uh, will confirm that. And that's just an opinion, though. They don't know for sure. But anyway, this next verse describes the 70 weeks of years determined upon Israel. Daniel 9, 24 through 26. It says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon the holy city. Know, therefore, and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and rebuild Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince, shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks, or 69 weeks. The 69 weeks are completed when Jesus makes his entry into Jerusalem and is presented as the Messiah. This stops the clock or the weeks of years. So So this stops the clock on the weeks of years. Right. And then it resumes... Uh, when the Antichrist makes a covenant with Israel, then the clock starts. This will be the last week, the 70th week, which is the seven-year tribulation period. So we're, we're living in the pause right now, okay? Okay. All right. The so, church age. Right. So you ask, um, when did the 69 weeks start? Well, the 69 weeks of years started with a command given by King Artaxerxes to Nehemiah to rebuild Jerusalem. This establishes that the weeks are seven-year periods, and we know this because after this commandment went forth, it was 69 times seven years, or 483 years, before Jesus would make his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Now, this next verse states who gave the command and when. Nehemiah 2, 1 through uh, 8. Go ahead and read that. Okay, it says, And it came to pass in the month Nisan, In the 20th year of Artaxerxes, the king, Nehemiah asked the king if he would give him permission to rebuild Jerusalem. The king granted his request and gave him a letter of authority. The king reigned reigned from 465 B.C. to 425 B.C. The verse we just read tells us the date when it was issued, 20 years into his reign. As scholars have discovered, the command was given on March 14th for 45 BC. That's right. So from the issuing of the commandment until Jesus entering into Jerusalem five days prior to his crucifixion would be 69 weeks of years or 483 years. And Dr. Chuck Missler in his teaching called Daniel's 70th week, and also it's in his book Cosmic Codes, uh, he says that um, he explains, first of all, that the Jews were accountable to know this exact date. Uh, his entering the city and allowing himself to be proclaimed as king. And uh, this is in Zechariah 9.9. Now, this occurred on April the 6th, 32 AD, exactly 173,880 days between the decree of Artaxerxes and the presentation of the Messiah, the king, to Israel. So it was that, um, uh, that it was exactly to the day. Jesus fulfilled the scripture to the exact day being 483 years to the day. That is amazing. God is so specific in his word and so, of course, accurate. Right, and since this was in the Old Testament, 
Jesus expected the Jewish people, as at least the scholars, to know this date. So they would recognize his day of visitation. Yeah, Jesus mentioned that in the Gospels, right? Right, and they, because they did not recognize this day. He wept over Jerusalem because of that. Right. So it is interesting, Bill, that we are living in the pause, or we are living in the church age, right between the 69th and the 70th week. And the 70th week is about to start. I mean, we are so close. Yeah, we can see the, definitely see the signs out there for sure. Right. So, um, so Bill, you know, some do believe that it's only a three and a half year tribulation. And the only possible verses, at least to our knowledge, that they would use to support that is Matthew 24, 21, when Jesus said, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Most commentaries state that this does not mean it will only last three and a half years, but that it was more intense during the last three and a half years, thereby Jesus called it great. Right. Which that would make sense because, Bill, remember Jesus talked about what the beginning of sorrows and all these things coming on the earth, their birth pains. And we know when a mother's going to give birth, the birth pains get more frequent and then more intense as it gets closer right. to the time of the birth. And it's the birthing time. So the seven years is all of it, you know, and it also that verse doesn't say it's only three and a half years. It just says that he called it. He just said, for then shall be great tribulation for that. Yeah. So the whole seven years is a great tribulation as most commentaries feel. But anyway, then and the, the second verse is right, in this, Revelation, right? Revelation two twenty two says, behold, I will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. Now, most all the commentaries state that this use of the word great only refers to great anguish and not referring to the second half of the tribulation. And Nelson's Bible commentary, page 1793, states, Sin can bring great tribulation, although this is not the great tribulation that will come upon the world. Close quote. Okay, interesting. So, Bill, we need to ask, what is the purpose of the tribulation? That's right. And it is to bring Israel to their knees to realize that Jesus Christ is their Messiah and for them to repent and be saved. That's right. And the Jewish people believe their Messiah hasn't come yet. And so they will be deceived into believing that the Antichrist is the Messiah. They will believe a lie. And it is referred to as the time of Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah 30, verse 7, also in Daniel 12, 1, and Zephaniah 1, 15. And Jacob's name was changed to Israel, so he represents the nation. Exactly. Jacob's trouble or the nation of Israel's trouble. It's sad that it takes that much pressure on them to repent and acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God. Yeah, as a nation as a to see it. As a nation. I mean, they have to go through horrible things and finally wake up. You know, and so that's the first reason. Um, now, also, Daniel 9, uh, 24 states that these 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and the holy city. Thy people is referring to God's people, Israel, and the holy city is referring to Jerusalem. So its, uh, its purpose is to primarily is to deal with Israel and not the church. Now, the other purpose of the tribulation is to punish the evil people on the earth, those who reject Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I'll just give you a few verses. This is all through the Bible, but... Proverbs eleven twenty one and twenty three, Isaiah thirteen nine and eleven, uh, and fifteen, Isaiah sixty six fifteen, Jeremiah nine twenty five, 
Jeremiah 30, verse 23, Nahum 1, 2, Zephaniah 1, 18, Colossians 3, 6, 2 Thessalonians 1, 8, 9, and Revelation 14, 10, and 11. So there's many verses that point out that God's wrath will be poured out during that time on those who have rejected him. Yes, and those who have taken the mark. Right. And the Christians will not be present during the seven-year period. That's right. Thank God for that. Yes. So God is dealing with Israel for the full 70th week and not just half a week. The number seven, also it's a biblical number, number means completeness. And the number seven is especially all throughout the book of Revelation. Right. And thank God we Christians are not here for that last week, that seven-year period. That's exactly right. Oh, we thank God. And there's a verse about that. Luke 21, 36 says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass. What things was Jesus mentioning? It is all the horrors that will take place on the earth during that seven-year period. So yes, we most definitely look forward to that escape, the rapture of the church. Praise God. You know, meanwhile, we will continue to fulfill our assignment the Lord has given us. And let's all be about our Father's business. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or comment. We value your feedback. Stay in touch and learn more about this ministry by visiting us at soulchoiceministries.org.